everybody, welcome to episode 197 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson, and we are so close to 200. Yeah, with no plans. Yeah. Not a single Let us know what thing. we should do. Um, so, th- th- <sighs> hmm. it's been a busy week for you. Yeah, um, so WrestleMania there week. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of time to really get into new stuff. Um, so we had a little bit of time to, to, to watch um, an indie flick. We decided, like, you know, we kind of really want to go back into the indie roots a bit more. We haven't, uh, you know, yeah. we've kind of abandoned that for stuff that we were watching that was a bit more mainstream. So we're going to kick back. Uh, we decided to kick back into that and just kind of find something that was a bit more indie. Um, yeah. I... <sighs> I, I've, I've had a couple people say, hey, are you going to talk about it? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's been <laughs> talked out. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it, and I don't want to talk about it. So There's nothing left to be said. What the hell else is there left to say, you know? It's a dick move, and it's stupid, yeah. and uh, let's move on. I don't yeah. know. Like, are we really going to harp on this one thing considering oh, yeah. <laughs> all the 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 examples that we have of like in two years nobody will care two years i give it like two months at, yeah. at most and you know it'll be whatever happens next the um, only it, it'll be forgot it'll only be remembered every year when the oscars come up and they probably. say remember that time when blah blah yeah. blah or somebody will put some meme up at some time or yeah. he'll do something i mean that look that that's gonna follow him forever yeah um it'll live in meme worlds forever yeah it'll, it'll live be in like meme you know forever. me trying to clean my room and then you know my cat you know with the slap meme, and, you <laughs> know or whatever that'll that'll I, become I, a thing and then in six months it'll be forgotten i mean <laughs> i don't want to downplay what it's like to be on the receiving end of that like that obviously sucks but i'm just like woody allen still makes movies yeah Let's just like Gibson still focus and... on like the fact that like Roman Polanski won an award not too long ago. <laughs> so yeah. like Harvey there Weinstein has been, still has his Oscars. So there has been some crazy shit going yeah. on in this business for a long time. Yeah, that's time. not even the craziest thing that ever happened me. at an Oscars. There was like, uh, you know, there's been crazier shit that happened back in the day. So it just, uh, you know, we just Native Americans being booed. I and... think we really just need to. Um, the, I think the bigger issue, aside from what happened, is just more why we're holding these people up in such high regard that we think like, oh, it's impossible for them to be assholes. Like, no, it's yeah. well, a lot of them are. Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto is still making films. He's a but dick. I, I feel like it, and a it's, creep. And the, uh, the bigger issue for me is just the Oscars in general because it's like this year. Yeah. Last year's Oscars was the lowest rated ever. This year's was only slightly better, so it was the second lowest rating ever. Right, but that's including when people, the, the drama. What's driving but me crazy is like, people saying they did this for ratings. It's like it already happened. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, ratings yeah. don't work that way. Yeah, yeah. They don't get you don't get ratings for people going back and watching it on no. YouTube. You know, no one cares. But it's like uh, for me, the bigger problem is the Oscars in general because I feel like people are so over it. You know, nobody cares about millionaires giving other millionaires prizes for doing a good job in a million dollar film you know what i mean it's such like million dollar film. <laughs> you know 50 millions million dollar film yeah. and so for me i i'm i'm so disconnected from that world i don't i don't really care and um you know i, I somebody left their phone on unprofessional it is, it is prof- unprofessional but you know it's it's so i don't know it's well, there's it's also such, the inconsistencies. The, the problem is, you know, here's the problem for me. What's is the that problem for you, Paul? They take themselves too seriously. They act as if these Oscars are That's why you like, need Ricky Gervais. To I'm be saying, able like, to take them. that that was most people's first impression. They wanted to get Ricky Gervais's take on it, and his take was, of course, very Ricky Gervais. And so, yeah. um, you know, it's 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 the 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 nobody cares about that. It's so it's so pretentious. Everybody's over pretentious. Yeah. You know, it's not glamorous or whatever. And nobody cares about that stuff. And I feel like the the ratings that you know, they try they can do whatever they want to try to like boost the ratings. You can bring in Sean White and Tony Hawk and the extreme sports people or whatever, but nobody cares about the pretentious pretentiousness of Hollywood. Now, if you take the approach of it being a lighter fare. We're where you, not going to talk about this, by the way. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not, not talking, talking about, about the event. I'm talking yeah, yeah. about the Oscars in yeah. general, cause, which I would talk about regardless of the event. But, you know, it's for me, it's just I don't 
It doesn't, it's just, it's not that I don't care that these people win in awards. It's like, you win an award, great, cool, whatever. Like, it's, I, I, that that inherently isn't a problem for me. Mm-hmm. People win awards, it's yeah, part of life. Yeah, good job, good for you, yeah. But it's like the fact that they, they act as if, like, this is some huge thing when it doesn't matter. Nobody sitting on their couch at home gives a crap if you are the best actor because it's all subjective. Right. But if you take it as a, I know they brought in, they brought in, I mean, the, the whole point of the Oscars is that, the whole reason I want to watch it is because I want to see people make fun of the celebrities. Pretty much. You know, yeah. and it's not in like a mean way either. I don't I don't feel like even Ricky Gervais, I don't feel like was like he was like, fuck these, pe-, you know, maybe. But, you know, he does. <clears throat> but in a really awesome way, those the only yeah, time it's, that I've sat through it is when he hosts. You have to it. be able to laugh at yourself because you have to put yourself in the shoes of the of the viewer who is just somebody in the middle of the country, not making a lot of money compared comparatively. You know, and if, also, if you can't make fun of yourself in that situation, yeah. then it's like, who the fuck are you? Like, but it here's just... the thing: how many times have people taken shots at Marty Scorsese during the award show, yeah. and he laughs it off because he's like, "I'm short." Yeah, <laughs> like I get it. I'm, sure. I'm I got small. big eyebrows. I don't know. I'm tiny, you. and they took shots at him. And Leonardo DiCaprio had to laugh at the fact that he dates children. Yeah, I don't mean that. Literally, Literally, obviously, but, you know, it's like, has he dated anyone over 22 years of age in the past 20 years? Anyone that couldn't be his daughter? No. And he has to laugh at that because we know we all see it. Yeah. And he knows we all see it. Uh, Does he give a shit? No. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, he he just simply moved on. Um, I think, you know, the the inconsistency for me is what uh, that that's based off, off of a subjective um, opinion because mm-hmm. you see something like saying, oh, what a groundbreaking year for disabilities with CODA. Uh, where the fuck were you when Sound of Metal came out? Yeah, That movie <clears throat> came out before CODA and was a, uh, offered a major glimpse into the life of being hearing impaired, yeah. deaf. I mean, like, and where was the attention for that? Yeah, That movie didn't get any attention. Well, the way some, it did but, for yeah. this uh, it, in terms of the Oscars and stuff, yeah. you know, I mean, that was an amazing of... film. So it's it's the whole thing of like, oh, this is the first time. Like, no, it's actually not the first time. <laughs> like, yeah. There's other movies that have done this. It's... You just didn't pay attention to them because mm-hmm. they weren't like in the, the in, in social media. Nobody gave a shit about them in to that extent. And yeah. so you didn't pay any attention to them. But then you can look at the shots that they took at the animation category. Like yeah. literally making fun of it, like oh, only my kids. Like, do you know how much fucking work goes into that shit? Like, yeah. you, I'm sorry, Amy Schumer, but I would watch an animation over one of your films any fucking day. So you think that that the quality of your rom coms yeah. surpasses an animation? Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's, like uh, it's funny because they're like, well, we cut out all these categories so we could trim it down to under three hours and it still went just as long it was like the second longest one ever so ridiculous and so it's that it didn't do any good so because what happens is you're like well let's remove best editing and best production design and all all these awards from the main thing and put them in the pre-show and then but then you're forced to look at what you did have to watch it's like you want this but you still got like performances mm-hmm. you know from people this is an award show get up say some jokes have people accept their awards, say some funny shit, and then and then have Honestly, a Honestly, for a me, good the day. entertainment is the cringiest part of the show. When they're like, we have a song and dance coming up. Please, let's not do this. Well, that's what it I'm It reminds like, me of like some like demented recital, like school recital, that it's like, are we really sitting here and listening to these performers play the song from their movie? Come on. Like, just crack the jokes, give the awards, and end it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it needs to be if if they want to bring younger audiences in they they need to be much more lighthearted and it's because nobody it's it, look it's not it's not an absolute well, right I don't if think you that's if you were to say because if you, you can't really like rip into people comically no, in but, this in, but it, in in the the current can, climate right but it can be a little more lighter you know it's so like serious and like whatever and it's like it's a dying breed like people aren't look we're yeah. not we're not part of gen gen z we don't really watch it you know, right. we're, we're, we're Gen X and we don't really watch it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's beyond just like, oh, well, this younger crowd, it's like, no, people are just sick of this shit. You know, yeah. a lot of people are just sick of it and they're over it and they're over the clout. And what does it mean? You thought this person gave the best performance. I disagree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what does that mean? Did they really give the best performance according to whom? Yeah. To the Academy. Yeah. You know, these and things it's, are, it's... are bought and paid for. So in, many... a, in a sense, right. you know, and then you have like 
uh, West Side Story being nominated and the star of that film not even being invited to the Oscars. But here's Tony Hawk. Yeah. For his fucking here's accomplishment. P, here's P. Diddy. You know, yeah. who gives a shit about these other people being there that weren't even in a film? Whether I liked the film or not, I, I didn't even watch West Side Story. We talked about how I probably never will. But it's just amazing to me that it's like, how is that person not invited to the Oscars? And how is somebody like Steven Spielberg not being like, excuse me? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the, my yeah. my actor needs to be in here. Yeah, uh, They don't stand up for it. You know, they don't give a shit because it's just like, praise me, praise yeah. me, praise me. And it's like, and it is bomb people because there's, there's going to be so many films that are you know subjectively better that the academy will never see or doesn't qualify for the academies and so it's not really the best picture performance or whatever it's just and and you do these you do campaigns for it you know it's not like they just pick it out of a hat right you know coda was we haven't seen the film it's probably amazing i'm not throwing any shade at them at all but i'm not throwing shade at them i just hate that it's like oh that oh this what what a first time thing it's like it's not because sound of metal came out and that was you know like you guys didn't give that shit any attention because it was too underground for you or whatever i don't know yeah and it's you know it's 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 all about like momentum and, and popularity, you know, um, because it's very 13th grade and I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. It's just it's too it's it's high school in a rich neighborhood. It's like if you went to high school yeah. in some fucking I think that's, artsy fartsy that's, rich place, then that th- th- this is the, the competition you have. It's all right. And, and to me, that's know, the biggest contest. that's the biggest kind of conversation to come out of it, because, look, the whole hitting and physical abuse and was the joke right and all that stuff all that shit is kind of secondary to the fact of like um now every the larger conversation is like why the fuck do we even do the oscars anymore yeah you know what i mean you know it's it's be one thing if if there was some you know somebody got seriously hurt or you know there was you know real violence but he slapped somebody else on tv and it's like whatever okay that happened and i'm sure they'll make up and everything will be fine in a year you know, I don't know. but it's like well, <laughs> i don't know if they'll not. make up but it's whatever you know it's 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 um but the bigger conversation for me is brings attention to the oscars to be like yeah why the fuck why aren't people watching it anymore maybe it's time that it, it doesn't you know what I mean? It's not. It's just it brought up so many things. To your point, I think it's just a dying breed, and people don't view Hollywood the same with the same kind of uh, rose-colored no, I mean, glasses Hollywood, that they used to. When when the when the Oscars came out, when the Academy Awards, when all this stuff came out, I mean, this was there was nothing more elite than being yeah. a celebrity, which still does stand very much so in in our current <clears throat> society and climate. Yeah. But you know, you're talking about 1940s, 1950s, 60s glam. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was like the shit back then, and we kind of got to a point where we were like, oh yeah, these people are flawed. You know, you're talking about a time before social media, before journal. First of all, the the stories had to be really intense to break because they the studios always paid to cover these things up. So any yeah. scandal that would go on with any Hollywood starlet or 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 leading person at that time, anything they, they did, whoever they impregnated and or raped or slept with was always covered up somehow, okay? So you never really got to hear that scandal. Once that surpassed and journalism came in and they started to air their dirty laundry, they became less untouchable. Yeah, And so I think that now with social me- social media thrown on top of that where nothing's a secret yeah uh you know we know all these things and so now it sheds a different light on like hey we know this stuff about these actors why are we still giving them work if they're such assholes like what's yeah. going on it, it this incident for me was less about the incident because it was like oh a rich person threw a tantrum what a fucking surprise yeah you know what i mean like we've never seen that shit happen yeah. before somebody he made fun of somebody's wife and then they yeah and he just he like, out on stage yeah. like oh my god we've never seen rich people throw tantrums before yeah. like yeah that happened um yeah welcome to those people coming into regular life yeah you know when when you're the barista at will smith's uh, fucking Starbucks and you get the order wrong and he, he shit talks you or makes yeah. you feel like you're less than because, you know, you just work at Starbucks. Like, yeah, this is <laughs> this attitude that they have in this air of of uh, of hierarchy. This is nothing new. Yeah. Um, for me, the bigger question was like, what's going on with security at these events? Yeah. I mean, what if something really major had happened? They didn't seem prepared to handle that uh, at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... I I, I I beg to ask the question, what if he had slapped a female host? Yeah. What if he had slapped Amy Schumer across the face? Yeah, he wouldn't have. 
I mean, there there is, you know, we we could take this into a political stance of he, like if he'd he'd slapped he, some white he's, woman on stage, oh, yeah, he would have yeah. likely been carted away. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? Yeah. But but it's, he it, like, he slapped Chris Rock because he knew he could. Yeah, because he knew that Chris Rock wasn't going to do anything because Chris Rock was basically he the, the responsibility <laughs> We're of talking about it. I know. <laughs> the responsibility of the whole situation was put on Chris Rock's shoulders, and he you know stepped up and did in my opinion the right thing but yeah you know it's it's uh but again the bigger the bigger issue of the oscars themselves and the elite hollywood nonsense and um but it's people all coming, just look, pretentious or whatever all the people that came to his defense were all other out of touch rich people yeah you know so saying like nobody was on chris rock's side yeah because <laughs> that's how these fucking people are you know what i mean yeah it, it, it they're just they're just Look, when when you have lived with that much money and that much praise for so long, you're never coming back. You know what I mean? You've completely crossed over and there's just that era of entitlement isn't going to go away. Usually what happens is people try to chase that when they start to lose it, you know, and they poly shore it. Yeah. And then their whole <laughs> existence becomes like trying to get that love yeah. and that fame again, um, which is a really dangerous thing. That's why... Being rich and famous is like, is it hard? No, it's not. But it's not something. Listen, I wouldn't mind being rich. Um, the famous part, I would never want to be famous. And people are like, don't worry, girl. You don't have to ever, <laughs> ever yeah. fret about that. You're not going to be. Uh, but I'm I'm just not built. For, I would be slapping people la left and right yeah. <laughs> because uh, I don't like people in my personal space. And trying to get into a car and having cameras slammed into your freaking noggin you know yeah. to get a picture like i just couldn't live like that i yeah. don't uh, uh, my nerves aren't built for that kind of shit um so yeah i mean we talked about it but i didn't want to talk about like oh what did it mean like, i don't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what it meant to them you know what i mean he did what he did because he did it and you know this whole like not having a person take accountability for their actions because it's like oh they're under the spell of this other but like look just take accountability for your shit you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm over making excuses for people. I don't know these people. I'm gonna make excuses yeah. for somebody I've never fucking met. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they, they wouldn't. Would they, they do that for me? Shit. Yeah, they don't give two shits about who we that. are. I don't care about and, me. Yeah, you know. So, um, except for Johnny Depp, we're on his side. That woman's a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight for Johnny Depp. That woman's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, look, if you know, the, the best thing you can do is is not hold that person in that higher regard. You know, if we stop doing that shit, then people have to be held accountable for for their actions. Uh, but anyway, I digress. So another bit of news. Just I just want to throw this nugget out there because we've talked about this before. Um, just learned recently that John Bernthal mm -hmm. um, has actually auditioned for several rom-coms and never gets hired for them. We've talked mm -hmm. about seeing him in that role because he had like a small stint i think on kimmy schmidt or whatever that show is i fell off of that oh did um, he yeah he mm. had like a small like little role in there that was kind of rom-commy and uh i've always thought he would be great in just more in, in a lighter part yeah. uh, he, he usually plays like this very gruff character and yeah um so yeah there was apparently like an interview or something where he had said you know, he does audition for them. Like he tries to get those jobs and they won't give them to him. And I'm like, WTF Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're missing out. You want to take a massive pay cut. Well, there's something. Yeah. We'll what do you what do you want to play, John? Yeah. What what character do you want? You tell us what and we'll write it. I will write you a piss poor script in five minutes. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I don't think anything else has really uh, gone on. I mean, we started the new Marvel show. Yeah. Which I'm actually interested in, well, you know, because Oscar Isaac. Hello. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love his take on that character. It's so, it's not something that you normally see from him. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a very kind of, uh, it's a much bigger character. It's the than John, but it's also the John Bernthal thing, right? Where he's playing yeah. like this goofy guy and Oscar Isaac's always like the sex pot. Yeah. Which is easy. Or serious he's, or like a leader or something. He's pretty on yeah. the eyes. So you're like, oh yes, that seems like the, the role to give him. Yeah. Uh, but he's really funny as kind of like this like dim-witted almost goof yeah. yeah he's just such a goof and it, it works really well like the <laughs> yeah it's really funny like i found myself laughing at his character work more so than any kind of situation he was in you know like he yeah. completely made that character 
And I don't know where it's going to go. You know, I don't know if this, if is this the main character? Or are we peeking in on a side character? I, I don't know. But it's like, uh, I'm really interested to see where it goes with that. Would I be correct in, in saying that this has a very, uh, it doesn't have a Marvel feel to it at well, all? Well, the thing with this one is. Which I kind of it, love. It feels, Please keep that going. Yeah, I hope. it feels the most like a f- film, you know, like a cinematic actual film it's only six episodes so six hours which is basically like a super long movie so you know as opposed to the other shows which are a bit longer they had more budget per hour of footage you know that they shot so they could probably spend a little bit more time on it which is cheap in my opinion no no i just meant that like marvel has oh yeah you know they they follow the schematic yeah and and i was thinking this just felt it feels different yeah like I don't know. It just, uh, I don't feel like I'm sitting down watching a, a Marvel well, show. Not yet. Not yet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I hope they keep this tone up. Um, you know, the 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 last one that you watched, very Marvel, very, you know, it just, Was this that the, just. the uh, one with Haley Stein? Yeah, that there? felt like Marvel all the way. But this yeah. just has like, it, it has this, this really cool kind of, almost almost like everything i wish D- dc would do it has like this yeah. dark but it's still like yeah this is this is a comic book character yeah, it's not too but, dark but dark enough that it's not yeah it's not super like bright and it's not Spider-Man. like goth batman but yeah. it's also not like technicolor marvel and, yeah. and 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 um just the character development it just seems like it's not trying to be kid friendly or like they like they're not looking to see how many toys they can sell from it or yeah. you know it just kind of like uh, I like the direction that that at least the first episode went in, and uh, I hope that they do at least keep that up. Yeah. I don't know; would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> like, it would be nice to have that. I mean, we're never gonna not have uh, Marvel shows. You know, it's just constant. They're just gonna. Uh, on that note, I'm. It makes me happy to hear that Morbius, 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 yeah, Morbius is tanking. Not doing too well. I'm going to be a mean um, girl because I just can't stand him. Yeah, it's a shame um, because, you know, I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway, but I'm going to definitely wait. I have no interest in running out and seeing it or anything like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what's going on. It's just going to be I, I don't need to watch it to know that it's going to be like two hours of overacting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or the worst part is he probably would do a good job and then it's just still annoying. Jared Leto is like that actor that got that one role right and then just continued to succeed off of it. Like, mm. okay, you did really well in Dallas Buyers Club. That was it for me. Yeah. I mean, that was really it for me. For The the only other film that I enjoy him in, and it wasn't him, Fight but Club? the film... No, not really, because he was such a minor character yeah. in that. I don't even consider Jared Leto as part of... like fight club when i think of fight club is um requiem for a dream mm. and for me it was just the writing for that yeah and the editing was what made that movie the grading was really cool and everything but he didn't you know he wasn't what sold that film for me yeah. like that was all uh, ellen burston was the one that like really shined the brightest in that film for me in terms of performances so it's like i never i don't understand like do i think he's a bad actor no but he is like quintessential over actor he overacts everything because that's that seems to be who he is in his personal life yeah it's just this really like a person that's full of himself so it's like just brings that into every role and i'm like why are we still yeah with this guy i don't understand did well in Dallas Buyers Club. I will give you that. I'll yeah. give you that. So it's like, yeah, you have he, he certainly has that in him but it's like he can't resist overacting and yeah. thus, like, if we separate the art from the artist, it's just, like, tone it down, dude. Like, fucking yeah. relax. <laughs> pretty, I mean, didn't he do, like, some weird shit, like, where he was, like, a messiah, like, in real like life? Fil- he did oh, some, like, know. camp that people signed up for, and he was, like, their messiah. They had to call him God or some shit. Like, are I don't you know. fucking kidding me? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but he did that, like, over, I think, the pandemic. Because he mm. claimed not to know that the pandemic was even a thing because he was on his retreat oh, God, yeah. as Jesus or whatever the fuck oh. was. Again, celebrities, annoying. Let's stop <laughs> with like praising them so much for existing. Yeah. And we're we're in indie films. So it's not like we don't get, we don't love film and we don't praise, you know, good performances. Right. But that, I don't know that person. Right. I don't know that person. 
they could be a horrible person and they're they're regular they're playing characters that's their job yeah anyway so we decided not to everyone kind of... could be bruce campbell <laughs> that's the truth um so we decided to kind of bring it back into the indie world um and we watched um a film that uh came out in 2020 that we didn't even know existed because mm-hmm. you know it's you know how uh advertising goes for these types of lower budgeted films as in there is none as in there is none um so it was called fully realized humans Mm -hmm. um it was the director and writer were uh joshua leonard and jess wexler i think there was also like a, a consultant but they were the two i guess main credited writers they are also the stars in the film for those who are wondering joshua leonard was the guy in Blair Witch. Blair Witch. He's always the Blair Witch guy to me. Uh, I, for some reason, never remember his name, but as soon as I see him, I'm like, Blair Witch guy. Yeah. Um, Jess Wexler's done a bunch of stuff as well. Um, I I think the first time I saw her was in that indie film, Teeth. That's kind of mm. where a lot of people know her from. Uh, but she's done she's done a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of films. Um, so this film was, <laughs> was just really like... We watched part of the trailer and then we're like, let's not watch the rest of this because uh, we've watched a couple films with uh, Joshua Leonard that we do enjoy his indie stuff. So yeah. I was like, I'm probably going to like this. Yeah. Um, it'll, you know, it's like a fun time. So I don't want to get too much into whatever the story is about. Uh, so uh, surprise to us when like the major, like the 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 plot that led to where the rest of this film went we did not see that coming (laughs) so we were like um what (laughs) you know this film is very much like um you know there's this kind of like indie crew in hollywood right you have the you know these people and and like uh the wexlers and leonards of the the... yeah and there's there's kind of like this crew right and where you have like um Melanie Linsky yeah. and Jason Ritter yes. and all those yes. there's like this crew of, and this to me is like when those people get together and make a film mm-hmm. as if we would get together and make a film with our friends this is their Just version better. of that but they have <laughs> access to yeah. actual cameras and DPs and stuff but it's still very much a run and it feels that way anyway like a run and gun we're not going to spend 20 hours lighting the scene. Not that the scenes are lit poorly, but we're, you know, this is very much kind of like a... Uh, more about the story. More about, about the story the... And, and almost documentary in, in feel and in, in tone, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure is, was specific. And so um, I always love these types of films with, with these people in it because I feel like they're just doing what they love to do, mm-hmm. you know, and um, yeah. Yeah, so it... Um... The story is based off, so obviously spoilers, I guess, um, if you haven't watched it and you want to. Not then... spoilers, you guess. Spoilers for sure. Yeah. I mean, I won't get into like all of the details, but I guess I'll say that um, this couple is expecting, which I think she actually was. It seemed like it. Because uh, Otherwise... if she wasn't, th- that prosthetic was phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and uh, so she's expecting, and they're kind of going through this sort of, midlife crisis in this process of yeah. of uh almost becoming parents i think they're like it's a month this weird away kind of like relationship crisis but like together yeah you know like they're not in danger of breaking up but they are in danger of like what the fuck are we going to do with our lives kind mm-hmm. of thing it's like this weird kind of uh thing that they go through which is relatable you know How, you know i absolutely loved the beginning because i feel like people do this all the time right it's like we can't seem to refrain from being like hey are you about to go through a scary experience let me make it worse (laughs) um and childbirth uh, is something that i've had absolutely no interest in experiencing for a plethora of reasons a myriad if you will (laughs) but um the 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 main chunk uh of of that reasoning is based off of the bucket of yuck that just happens to your body, that the, the physicality of it yeah. does not interest me in the slightest. Um, I think I absolutely, if I were, if I myself were rich and out of touch, I would have paid someone to carry my child for me. I would have been that kind of rich woman that mm. would have been like, I don't even want, I don't even want to carry, I don't want to experience <laughs> any yeah. of this. I'm going to pay you. You're going to take this part of me and that part of him, and we're just going to have you hold that for us. 
and here's fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, please and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't want to. I've never wanted to experience that. There's a lot of women that like can't wait to experience a life growing inside them, and I'm like, no, thank you. I've seen Alien. I don't want to do that. Um, and then there is like the whole like after you get to experience all of that bliss you now are responsible for this human being. And uh, it was just an, an interesting kind of um, topic in like not wanting to lose yourself because you're never the same. Like I don't have to have physically birthed a child to know that who you are once you have a kid changes to some extent. You're not who you are before that kid is born just with a child. There's parts of you that sure. kind of forever, you look at things differently. Mm, yeah. You know, you'll you'll never be able to go back because now it's like, oh, I've had this experience. And, sure, yeah. You know, and then, you know, we've all met those parents that just take it too fucking far. And they're like, I can never imagine my life. And you're like, shut up. But, you know, this was like a really good kind of like middle ground of like not wanting to completely lose yourself, but understanding like, what do we want to do before this happens? Because it's kind of over in yeah. a sense yeah. once this happens. Um, so that was like, it was a really interesting kind of take on it. But what they do to sort of prompt this is where, where we did, we didn't see that part in the trailer. We didn't get yeah. there. So we were like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty, pretty wild stuff. I mean, I, I, but I, not like, I want to believe that they could have, come to this um point in their lives without that like was there, sure yeah was this really the only way for you to realize that maybe you needed to take more risk and or like yeah. that you wanted to it's hard to say because if you have the desired outcome you'll never know if you could have achieved it otherwise well listen that is just not listen yeah. it's everybody's into their own thing i yeah. guess uh not judging but i just found this to be like oh wow okay like, I want to know, like, was the script written around that concept or was somebody like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. What if? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. When we have them on, we can ask. Well, I reached out to him and yeah. I haven't heard back. And I was like 90% sure I was not going to hear back yeah. from him. Um, he's like that level of indie that's still kind of untouchable, I think, for us. But, yeah. you know, it's it then, you know, we'll have Jessica Lee Gang Yi on. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and. We should have her on again because the. We I think we listen. You don't want to pull but. that thread. Listen, you can't overdo it. When we yeah. have like when we have people of that caliber on the show, I'm always like, that's a one and done. They're not going to mm. do this again. So just enjoy know. it while it lasts. You know. You never know. Jody Lee Lipes, that's not happening again. Look, <laughs> all I'm saying is that we had appreciate Jessica it. Lee on, and ever since then, her career has been on fire. It's just, so it's, yeah, you know, totally us. It's 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 kind of like messed up if she doesn't in my opinion uh, i you see know? well balls in your court babe <laughs> um so yeah so this this kind of film's really fun because it's like you can kind of shut your like i go into a film like this knowing that you know what there's probably going to be a window that's blown out there's probably going to be sure. like x y and z and for some reason it doesn't bug me yeah. when i see that in a, in a 50 million dollar film it just really just it grinds my gears yeah when i'm like you had 50 mil and and this entire scene is blown out yeah. what's going on here well because films like this is the the acting is so good and in, in the in the 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 story is so well paced and so well done that you're you're in this world of this imperfect world you know you're you're starting off painting this this imperfect world where things can be blown out and you know because you're approaching it like i said before like from this almost documentary style kind of shooting mm -hmm. and so that kind of lends itself it's a very tough thing to do because look they shot i can guarantee you they shot with amazing cameras and amazing equipment um and so when you take that level of quality and kind of dumb it down it still looks good whereas if you take our level of quality and dumb it down well it's just going to look I shouldn't say dumb it down, but you strip it down to to that style, uh, and it still works. But if you take what we do and strip it down even more, um, it can get a little. It doesn't doesn't read as well, just purely from an aesthetic standpoint. Taking the acting and the story mm -hmm. out of it, but from an aesthetic standpoint, I feel like it just it doesn't read as well. So um, this film, the the 
reviews weren't so nice for it. Hmm. Um, and again, this well, yeah. is a, a perfect example of like it's subjective, you know, like uh, one one person's yeah. trash is another person's treasure. Right. I don't know. I mean, it just kind of works the way that it works. Um, but what's pretty cool about it is that uh, this this film, like it was indie enough that it went through film festivals. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, uh, you know, just uh, like a, a one and done in terms of finances. And then they were able to just kind of get all that. It was just like, you know, they did. They were in several film festivals and it dropped right before COVID. So I'm sure everything mm. was postponed and delayed. And, you know, you had to deal with all of that crap. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that like, I think they released like in a Florida. I think there was like their debut was like in like a Florida film fest or something like mm. that. Um, which like still kind of gives us hope. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm more like, uh, if it's more comforting for me that that is the case for this film or if it's more like, God, really? Like you had to go through the whole film fest circuit sure, and yeah. stuff like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because it just seems so unattainable for us to have like a, a budget like this or a setup like this, you know, that yeah. I'm just like, wow, okay. Well, you know. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, since he didn't get back to me, I can't really ask him those Personal yeah, questions, anyway. you know. I have just to go saying. through the 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 uh, PR or press agent or whatever they have. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I, I I really liked the movie. I thought it was really like fun and just just like that. It it reminds me of all the films that we say aren't made anymore. It was like such a nineties indie nineties. Nineties yeah. for me was like the best year for the best decade for indie films. Like we just like went fucking ham in the 90s there were so many movies and there's so many independent filmmakers and then it was like you know yeah. and so it definitely had like if i could i could so see this having been made in the 90s yeah oh yeah for sure and it's yeah that the structure of it was very much in that kind of old school style where it wasn't like beginning middle and end and everything's kind of in this cookie cutter um uh setup and so um, I really appreciated that because it felt very fulfilling, even though it wasn't super long. It wasn't very long. No, at I think all. it was like 70 something minutes yeah. or whatever. And it's just this quick little peek into here. And it's a great little story. And for me, these films are always so much more. We um, watched it on Showtime, by the way. Yeah, also, yeah. I'm sure there's other avenues, but that's where we yeah. have seen it. I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. It was a, a gem of a film, a darling, if you will. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's this, uh, what do you call him? The Blair Witch guy is, you know, <laughs> carving out quite the little indie nook for himself. Yeah, he's done some. I mean, they all are really. Things, yeah. But he, I feel feel like he was the main kind of person behind this. I think they both were. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they are. They together in real life? Are they like a couple? I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. If they if they are, then they've kept their names because. Well, they usually do. Know. Yeah. Um. Them famous people. But I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, he's done a couple things that we've seen that we liked and mm-hmm. um, he's been in, in several shows and things that we've liked and um, I, as, as has she, I just like, I just wish there was more stuff like this. I wish yeah. that, and I wish that it got more attention because I only happened upon it because it was just going through stuff in Showtime and I was like, all right, what do we got here? I just went through it and yeah. I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, oh the Blair Witch guy. <laughs> well, that's and the thing. Then is, we you watched know, the, tra- and, and of course- no fucking trailers like what i don't understand yeah why why what th- this cat and mouse game of like hey do you want to see this movie i'm gonna give you this really short synopsis and that's it and if you want to know more you're gonna have to get out of this app and go into another app and type all this in and then watch the trailer yeah like why just put it there why isn't it there yeah i don't know i, I uh it's it's i love the the options that you have nowadays so you know you have like paramount and netflix and hbo and uh amazon and all this stuff but it's like that's just more places for you to have to find stuff i mean also. amazon for the most part has trailers yeah. some of their things well don't no just have in terms of like trying to hunt down these these little way, gems but... like this you know they're just yeah. there's probably hundreds of them that will never well, i think that because the algorithm makes no sense there's like no rhyme or reason to yeah. the way these things work it's like you go on netflix I could go on Netflix, click out of Netflix, go back in, and there's a completely different poster yeah. for what I just saw. Yeah. So now I'm going in like, oh, what was the name of that movie? I don't know, but I saw what the poster looked like. <laughs> Psych. Yeah. Because now it looks completely different. Yeah. And it's like, how am I supposed to find this now? I Like, I don't understand. It's like something could be new. 
but it's not in newly added. It's not. It's like hidden somewhere. Sometimes you have to forty-five yeah. deep in another category that you're like, wait a minute. I remember hearing about this movie. This just came out. Yeah. Then you have to go in. It's the same thing with like I I would say Hulu is a little bit better at it because they tend to like put it. They showcase it a bit, mm. but then it gets lost. Like why isn't there on Amazon and on Showtime? Why isn't there a newly released? HBO does it. I'll give them that. They have just added. So you could at the very least go in there and be like, okay, what was just thrown in here? But like Showtime and stuff, it's like, I don't know what's new. Yeah. I don't know what's new here. The Amazon, I have no idea. Because you can't go by what's on your home page. It just doesn't make any sense. And I don't understand. I don't understand it. <laughs> it yeah. drives me absolutely crazy. It's like you're crazy. looking for things to watch and you're like scrolling down and it's like RoboCop and Rocky Two and... And then it's mixed in with newer stuff, and you're like, "What? Where? What is happening?" <laughs> like, hey, do you want to watch Rocky or My Little Pony? Yeah. What? Yeah. How did we get here? Yeah, categorization. I I would imagine it. It's a tough th thing to get around, but it's you know. Do you want to watch something that just dropped, and then something that dropped 42 years ago? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, those are the same thing. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to watch Breakfast at Tiffany's or Total Recall? So, yeah, <laughs> somebody will crack it eventually. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like Netflix is the closest, but it's still a mess. Do you? Yeah. I think they're a clusterfuck. It is still, but... I never know what's new that's dropped on there because I can't take what, what they're, yeah. they're, 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 that, whatever, the new new releases. Usually if I go through... You can't through, take that at face value. Yeah. If I go through new newly released and trending on, generally I'll find what, what the new thing I want to see on there eventually, you know? eventually but i have yeah, found still a pain stuff, look it's not perfect at i all. found like, stuff that's released and i didn't find it till like two months later because mm. i'm like when the, this was never listen i have that little of a life that i can tell you not a single week has gone by that i have not gone onto netflix gone into their new releases and, and gone through what release. was and gone through what was trending Man. right and so there'll be a movie that i'm waiting for and waiting for and then i forget about because you know they'll show the trailer trailer and then not release the film until 45 years later and then i've gone into netflix and been like when the hell did this drop yeah well for, for it didn't drop on my watch and i'm and, and I'm, I'm on here every week at no point did this ever grace the screen that it they just kind of like plop it in there yeah yeah they um what was i gonna say um they, uh, th what I'm referring to is like when newer things come out, like if I'm like, oh, the Adam Project's coming out this weekend or the Bubble's coming out this weekend and I want to see it. Those are generally easy to find. Because they're popular. Right. That's what I'm referring to. But, but anything if you're trying new, to find new like new to me. newer, smaller stuff, then yeah, you know, it's a yeah, disaster. It makes no sense. If yeah. it's if it's smaller, it, it's, it's like this really demented cat and mouse game, yeah. cinematic board game of death that it's like... Hey, you're going to find it? I don't know. Or you find it and they're like, we're not going to have this on here anymore. And you're like, what? Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. And I've ranted about this on so many occasions <laughs> because it's like, oh, this movie came out two years ago. Like, well, I haven't even seen, I've seen nothing for this. Yeah. I would have watched this two years ago, but now I'm like reviewing it so much after the fact because yeah. uh, I don't, I don't know where the hell this was. Good grief. On that note, we canceled our Sundance subscription. This is not... Today's episode is not sponsored by Sundance. I'm not very anymore. sorry to say, but that app just did not hit right for me. No. It wasn't, I mean, it's like your standard $7 yeah. a month or whatever, but it's like, why am I giving you $7 for something that I'm not utilizing? Mm -hmm. um, and it, it just, uh, yeah, I don't know. There wasn't as much on there as I thought there was going to be. Um, and I'm, And I'm a little... I'm a little bummed by that. I thought like, ooh, you think, like, yeah, you think. <laughs> Sundance. Yeah, it just didn't. It just didn't work. You think and then to, that would be like the place to go for indie movies. You know? Yeah, I mean, there was stuff on there and there, and I watched a couple of documentaries and good things, but I just think overall it didn't quite do it for me. And uh, like, I'm a little bit interested in Shutter, but then I'm also not yeah. a fan of modern horror. So I'm like, am I gonna find well, stuff that's on a, here I've that heard, I like? I've heard, you know, look, Shutter's like you're gonna have. It's just gonna be a cacophony if you will of, <laughs> of just cheesy horror films any opportunity but that I you have like to use the word cacophony cacophony it's happening um but you know i feel like there's there's a lot of gems in there too you know so it's a tricky yeah. one yeah i mean i don't know horror what... is one of those genres where there's just horror horror, <laughs> horror 
Horrors are the, a genre yeah, of their own. It's, it's one of those genres where there's just so much stuff to wade through to get to the good stuff. Yeah, I think there's 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 absolutely no shortage of. Uh, it's the same with sci-fi, but I love it all. Yes, that like, is oh. there a sci-fi like is there a shutter for sci-fi? I don't know. Just there a sci-fi be. channel, I guess. But oh, that doesn't count. Yeah. Siffy doesn't count. There's no. that. That's like that's like a Sesame Street sci-fi. Well, well, because sci-fi is so hot still. It's it's everywhere, you know. You have Halo on yeah, Paramount, nice and then you have a lot of sci-fi, on... like indie, a lot of indie sci-fi yeah, in yeah. one spot. You know, you kind of have to like jump between the apps to be like, oh, this this movie's on here, and this movie's on there, and it's whatever. But yeah. it would be nice to kind of have like this one little. I mean, spot Netflix has a good amount that. of indie sci-fi, um, and sometimes. Uh, okay, Amazon, but again, but... you have to wade through yeah, all the yeah. other crap. I'm just saying, find. like Shutter is for horror movies, and it would be nice. I, to I just would have assume Shutter would would, del- would delve into sci-fi as well, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should try it for a month. I'm sure we can get a free month and try it, and then forget that we have and it. Forget we have it. Pay for it for like three months. I'm like, wait, do we still pay for this? <laughs> I haven't opened that app in three months. What's going on? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This, this episode's just, we're just talking about stuff. We just went back to like just random conversations about all kinds of things film. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but the, that was the movie that we watched. Another thing that we watched that we're not really going to do a long review on, but it, it, I think is worth the watch was uh, on Netflix. It was a series called Bad Vegan. Yeah. It was a documentary. It's just, it, it's one of those things that it's it like, there's, where I didn't expect it there's to go. so much to say that I almost don't have anything to say because yeah. there's, there's so many avenues that you can go down that, that series but um i just i just found it fascinating because obviously it with with our past choices in films like i'm fascinated by how people get sucked into like cult like yeah groups or people when they attach themselves to people that have this this sort of cult-like mentality i'm like how does somebody who is otherwise like successful and intelligent yeah how do you fall for this shit? How do you believe yeah. that like your dog is going to be like live eternally if you follow this person's rules and this person's rules seem to come with you giving them a lot of money? Yeah. <laughs> like how are you not like over the course of uh, a couple years she had given him like a couple million dollars. What the fuck? Like how and do you, like It's just fascinating to me because I don't get it. You know, this person was smart enough to start a business and do all the things you need to do to serve, you know, to, to be successful. And then somebody comes in and is able to completely manipulate that. It's very fascinating. It's just, it's fascinating and terrifying. Cause I'm like, I like to think that that wouldn't happen to me, but then I watch these things and I'm like, my God, how did this person fall for it? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I get when it's like, you know, what's really interesting is like how many people are coming off of the streets that join these cults, right? Because they have nothing to give them because they, the first thing they want you to do is give up all of your worldly possessions yeah. to them, yeah. right? So they're, they're not scouring the streets for people that really do need community and a place to stay, right? People that are homeless because yep. they can't give them anything. And homeless people are way too fucking street smart for that. <laughs> I yeah, think that yeah. once they'd be like, hey, give me this, like, go oh, fuck yourself. And they'd move on uh, and, and wouldn't fall for it. But it seems to be like the more affluence you have, the more opportunity you've have it, ha- had in your life, the more likely you are to fall for this, which is so interesting and bizarre mm-hmm. and or also kind of like typical. Like, yeah, of course, it's people that have never really had to struggle seem to fall for it the most. Yeah. Um, and and then, and there's also people. I mean, there are people in these groups because they they need bodies, right? So yeah. they will take in people that don't have a lot. Yeah. Um, but you know, they'll take in people that have very little and then take everything from them. But they do always love to you know load up on people that are like, oh yeah, I'm an attorney and I'm a doctor and uh, I ha- I I have my trust fund and I'll just give all of that to you for some freaking stupid reason. Yeah. Um, like, would you, if somebody walked up to you and was like, hey, you're affluent, would you give up everything that you have um, to help, like, sort out the 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 crisis, the, the, the I don't know, uh, drug crisis or anything that's going on, you know, homelessness, hunger? Yeah. And people would be like, no. But somebody dressed in a robe with an excessive amount of facial hair and or quirky personality like you're ready to give up everything that you've had yeah and that you've worked for 
for that person because you think they're going to give you something mm-hmm. that's worth all of that. Yeah. Where it's like, so you're believing, right? I just said I'm not going to even, well, I'm not reviewing that. I'm just going into this mindset of like, so you believe that if you follow this person and you abide by their rules and and their guidelines and whatever they challenge you with, if you take that challenge on, right, that that is going to get you into a place in eternity because it always leads to that. Yeah. It always leads to like yeah, this yeah. eternal existence yeah. with God or yeah. whatever they believe in that is God-like, right? It's always, it's a self-serving, it's always self-serving, right? Yeah. So if I do all these things like massage this person's feet or have oral sex with them, because let's, uh, let's be honest, for some reason that always leads, <laughs> it's always, it turns into some weird sexual thing, yeah. right? So There's if, always a component of sex in there. Somewhere. Yeah, if I live on a farm uh, with a dirt floor, on a dirt floor hut, uh, and basically uh, participate in modern day slavery and also have sex with this person, I'll make it into this desired place in the afterlife. Yeah. But if I were to give up all my worldly possessions to actually solve a problem in the world, that doesn't get me yeah. in to this eternal place. Yeah. What does that say? Yeah. What does that say about the 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 God that you believe in, right? And or deity that you believe in that actually helping your fellow man <laughs> does nothing. Yeah. But serving this one Messiah sexually. Yeah. <laughs> does. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And how do you he, get He doesn't that... make the rules. He's just, uh, you know, he's just a, he doesn't, he doesn't. It's just a vessel. Yeah. It's a vessel. I hate the player, not the game. Right? Exactly. Um, is, is it? Yeah. The other way around. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate the game hate the player don't hate don't hate the player hate the game this is how people get sucked yeah. into cults right because we're yeah. the stupid that we yeah. can't even figure that one out um but yeah you see things oh i i, I had it so he phone he emailed me and said he needed fifty thousand dollars by tomorrow and i can't question it because by questioning it i'm jumping yeah. five steps back in my and i'm like fucking journey like, you know I, that's like eight films you know i mean <laughs> i just i don't know I don't know. These days, it's not so much eight films. Well, yeah. But... Which, which before before we wrap things up, uh, I do want to get into, um, and maybe we maybe we'll continue this into another episode of like we we have absolutely brought up before where there is this weird you you reach this plateau where it's like we can't go back right we can't go back into like shitty audio we can't go back into x y and z because we've already hit this point and we've done really well there and so how do we now slip back right. into that it's the it's the level that we've reached where we now rely on other people to keep the quality consistent now but don't have the financing to right. do that so and that doesn't stay and that's for our major shorts if we're shooting skits or something it's like whatever yeah, skits but. is like whatever but um this it, it's becoming really difficult because we we talked about a, a script that i was writing and um that i was i was gearing to write and we were going uh to we were going to be working with cat and and kind of location scouting with that and the location that we had just there was no way to work around that um not for a quick shoot this is this is like those it's a live and learn moments where we're like shit i almost miss to to a degree i sometimes miss send three circa 2009 yeah when it was like fuck it we'll just film it here and we just kind of did whatever we did and we didn't put that much weight on it we just kind of like it meant more to just sort of create it this is a really weird place to be in as filmmakers in our career, I'm air quoting that because, I mean, we went from like literally using Home Depot lighting, construction lighting as our lights, and then very, very old vintage stage lights that were basically like the surface of the sun. Hmm. And that was all we had, you know, we were filming, still having to put little tapes into a camera. Yeah. You know, we, we went back that far where it was like, here, hold this boom mic. And yeah, sh- yeah, just try not to run your ring across it. And that was as much direction as we gave that person. But, yeah. you know. Take off your jewelry, please. Yeah, that was like all we really. And there was just something kind of freeing about that. Yeah. And now we're in this stage where it's like, 
can't film in this room. Look at the lighting in this room. It's going to be a nightmare. Do you know how long it's going to be to, to tape up this window? I and mean, we're never going to get this done in one night. And that was really what it was. The intention of this next film was to be something that we could film in a night, uh, which is now impossible. Before, it would be like, no problem. We'll start at 5 p.m., film straight through to 4 a.m. We'll be good to go. Um, our bodies just don't function mm -hmm. like that anymore. I am dead at just about midnight. You got me till about midnight if we're starting at 5. And after that... And kiss my ass. I'm falling asleep. My body's just going to crash on me. Yeah. And it's not, it's just not going to be a good time. Um, and so dare I say that like those single night shoots for like an actual short, not like a skit. Yeah. But single night shoots, I just don't think can really happen for us very easily. Not without an excessive amount of money to be able to be like, that's your problem. That's your problem. That's your problem. Yeah. Go. Because um, it is feasible. But it means having to have gaffers, having to have a first AD, possibly even a second AD, having to have several gaffers, having to have a PA, having to have a focus puller. And when you're saying, hey, let's just shoot this little thing, that no longer exists because now we have to hire all these people. Shooting a little thing has now suddenly cost us $3,000. How did we get here? Yeah. Um, this is weird for me. This is really weird for me. When we used to, and even then, right, even then spending $500 for a sound person for the day was like, fuck, man, that's like 80% of our budget, literally. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like you go to that same person, they're like, my rate's 700 A day? Yeah. <laughs> and not <laughs> that they're not worth it. It's just... No, yeah, but it's like we were barely able to do the 500 and yeah. now you're at 700 Like, what the, f like, how are we ever going to be able to do this? And now I'm having to go against my own... Uh, beliefs on being like, well, we just won't pay the actors. Like, that's not fair. Yeah. And like, look, when it when it's shit within like amongst our friends, like they get it. There's no way that I'm like gonna that I'll assume it. You know, I'll be like, look, we're gonna work on this. Like, we got to pay the sound person because obviously, uh, we can't find anybody. And they understand. Like, cat somebody who would understand. You know, mm -hmm. like she wouldn't be like, you're cheating me. Um, but yeah, like if we like if we do a feature or something like Vital Sign again that's really involved like that and and cats in it, I would never, even though like she would probably, if, if everything worked out with her, she would probably be like, I'll do it, don't worry about it. But I just like, yeah, it's, I, I can, it's like, but why would I pay this actor and yeah. not you? That's not fair. Uh, you know, like you have to, people have to feel like their worth means something on that set. And so now there's just like this dilemma of like, so we're doing this shoot. We've got several people involved who are all our friends and they're agreeing to work for free. But like we have 700 bucks for a sound person like yeah. that really sucks. I don't like that. Yeah. Makes me feel really oogie. Right. And, and you know, since we, we were so horrible at networking, we don't know a lot of people either. And generally, like people in our position would be out networking at film festivals and well, we were gonna do that but COVID came. well yeah we but... finally we were like we're we're gonna do this we're gonna yeah. network we're gonna do it and then COVID was like guess we what? had friends you know and then you start barting right like well if you do sound for my film i'll shoot your film and you know that sort of thing and then you start bartering also, your talents person and... good at sound it's not just a matter of fine because like we sure. can find people that are willing to run sound but like if it's gonna be okay sound then are you really like how much i don't know yeah. I don't know. Um, we we're we're hoping to shoot another skit at the very least. Like we need to create something. Um, it's been a while, mm -hmm. and so we would like to be able to create something. But um, we do plan on obviously shooting something. But that particular short, it just uh, it was it was ironic because I was talking about like trying not to get too in your head about making everything perfect. Uh, but this was just like. The space itself is was very, uh, the ceilings were incredibly high. So the amount of light that's coming in and bouncing off and um, just also setting that up. We could easily have done this if we knew more people. Yeah. That's 100% what was, what's kind of like put a bit of, I had to hit the pause button on that project because I was just like, realistically, there's no way that the location was really far. So it's about yeah. two hours from us. So it was like by the time we drive there and set up and then black out windows and, and get lighting and everything, uh, we've lost like 50% of the day. Yeah. Um, and so then there's just no time to actually finish this part up. And so, uh, but yeah, like if we had, if we had the money, 
or we had the connections, we could have been like, you go over there yeah. ahead of time. You know what the lighting is that we want. Make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll show up, be ready to go. Um, but when you're doing everything and it's mostly you, um, there's just no, there's no time to actually like by the time you get to performances, you're shot. Yeah. By the time before you even really start recording something like you are ready for a nap. <laughs> so like it's yeah. uh it's a blessing and a curse to be able to do all those things because you can do them right if need be but then also you are doing them right and but it's it's the only way that anything can get done yeah but you've never been able to just be a director no you've never been able to or just be a dp like right. you've always had to be do both everything. dp and director and um and then gaffer and and your own for your you are the focus puller mm -hmm. and I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, tune in. Wish us luck. And if you have like tons of money you want to throw at us, just let we'll us know. It. Just let us know. That's it. You just drop us drop us a quick email and, and we'll come pick it up from wherever it is. Yep. We'll get that from you. And we appreciate you. We do. Shout outs. MoGraph. 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 You can see our commercial on there, MoGraph TV. Their tickets are also going on sale soon. For for Camp Mograph, uh, April twentieth. Yeah, I think it's like one p.m. Eastern time or noon Eastern time, something like that. Yeah, so go check that out, please. Please. And that's it. That is. That's it. our show. Yep. That's how we felt about everything. And now we're gonna go sit on the couch and watch something else. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.